Welcome to this special edition of the Spinster Life Podcast. I don't have a guest this week, so I'm flying solo. By the way, you can catch this episode on the podcast feed, or if you are so inclined, you can watch on YouTube. For this episode, I am late to the party. I want to talk about one news item from last week and one movie from 2021 that departed the news cycle months ago. First is the proposed tax on child-free people for not having children. I'm only a little late to this party. Last week, you may have read or heard about the op-ed in the Sunday Times by Paul Moreland, an angry old white man with whom I am unfamiliar, but he seems like a fucking piece of work. He is terrified of a future with a domestic labor shortage due to the plummeting birth rate. He starts his article with a jumble of statistics presented in a haphazard manner, and if I am meant to be freaking out about the plummeting birth rate, I'm sure I'm not, because the way he wrote it was so boring. He then frets about a world where the population of people is shrinking and there will not be enough trash collectors, cleaning people, food delivery workers, and finally doctors to keep his lifestyle intact. What an odd fucking collection of concerns. Did he do what Trump did during that one TV interview? And just like look at the room around him, trash, takeout container, prescription bottle, and then write that down? Moreland proposes a national demographic strategy and a political agency to match. The goals of the agency would be to grow the population moderately so there are enough workers in the future. And second, and you probably saw this coming, um, it's a bit of xenophobia that the UK should adopt a grow our own policy so those darned immigrants don't take over. As to how to achieve this goal, he proposes a day to celebrate parenthood, because I guess Mother's Day and Father's Day just aren't enough, and the even more special reward of a telegram from the Queen when the third child of the family is born. And then, of course, the negative child benefit, or the child-free tax is really what it is. In the article, he says that, and this is a quote, this may seem unfair on those who can't or won't have children, but it recognizes that we all rely on there being a next generation and that everyone should contribute to the cost of creating that generation. Oh, 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 and his best idea of all, educate people, <clears throat> women, that getting pregnant becomes more difficult with age. Just holy fucking shit, this guy just sat down on his computer or, you know, quill and scroll, I have no idea how old this dinosaur is, and he wrote this. Oh boy. And I, I don't think he's taking the piss. I think he's deadly serious and he thinks that his ideas are great. So much to say here. I will admit that he does make a few sort of valid points here and there. He is aware that the reason that people either don't have children or don't have them until they are older is because kids are fucking expensive and support for parents is almost non-existent. And he does acknowledge that the systems are broken. All that said, those facts are just a small part of the article, and most of it is hand-wringing about how not enough women's uteruses are open for business. Uh, let's go through this point by point. Government programs to control population numbers. So I think we can all agree that worldwide, there haven't been any good population growth or control measures that have worked out well for, well, anybody. From China's one-child policy to America's own eugenics movement in the early 1900s, most of these measures work by government interventions in women's reproductive lives. I am neither pro nor anti-natalist, but as you may know, I am pro-choice as fuck. So the most a government can do to control population is to pass laws and support policies that make parenting easier and encourage good childhood outcomes and not, you know, tell women that they need to get a baby in their uterus. Uh, limit immigration. Even more fucked up is that he himself is a child of immigrants, which he states right in the article. 
This reminds me of the eugenics movement in the U.S., which put fear into the hearts of white Protestants by telling them that uneducated immigrants were outbreeding them. Xenophobia is never a good look on anyone. A celebration of parenthood. Parenthood is already celebrated. Ask any child-free person. I do not think we are often congratulated on staying child-free. So if you're a child-free person, just think back on it. When's the last time someone congratulated you on your child-free milestones? Also, a telegram from the Queen? One, do they even have telegrams anymore? If they do, I wouldn't even know where to fucking get one. And does a fucking telegram offset the cost of having three children? I don't know much about childbearing, but I know for a fact that a telegram doesn't offset that. And then we get to the child-free tax. Firstly, I don't know if, if he's familiar with taxes and that single people pay more, at least in the US anyway. But taxes already pay for the next generation. This is just child-free people are selfish, repackaged. This old fucker is defining creating the next generation very literally. There are plenty of ways to help build a future generation that aren't having kids, including not taking on parenthood if you are not up to the task. Also, what a fucked up thing to heap onto people struggling with fertility. A tax on how they aren't able to have children? Just rub it right the fuck in, you fucking ghoul. And one of my favorites, women are dumb and you need to tell them that their old uteruses don't work anymore. This might be one of the most insulting of his proposals of all. Women are constantly reminded about the age of their bodies. Women fucking know that fertility declines with age because it's just rammed into our heads. All in all, it's a horrible, poorly thought out idea. The only good thing is the almost instant backlash to this plan in the media. It gives me some hope that maybe people view women as people and not just walking wombs. Which leads me to The Lost Daughter, a book by Elena Ferrante in a movie directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. I'm really late to the party on this one. Uh, this movie came out in 2021, but I think it ties in nicely to The Child-Free Tax. The most obvious book to discuss alongside The Child-Free Tax would be The Handmaid's Tale, but I'm not going to go the obvious route. Lots of other people have already made that comparison and made it better than I probably could. The Lost Daughter is about a woman and her memories of her complicated relationship with motherhood. I think it makes the case for child-free as a great option for many people. Lita, the main character, played by Olivia Colman in the movie version, loves her kids but feels stifled by her life as a mother. She had her own dreams and ambitions, but they got overshadowed by the needs of her young children, and her absentee husband was never really there to help her out. And then when, spoiler alert, she leaves her children to pursue her career as an academic, she loses everything, including her relationship with her daughters. If this character had seen child-free people around her, would she have made a different choice and decided not to have kids? Or if we didn't judge mothers so harshly for taking a break from their kids, would this woman have been able to both care for her own needs and not blow up her family? I guess we'll never know. But what I love the most about this movie and book is the realness of the characters. The little girls, the daughters, are messy, imperfect, demanding little people. They aren't sugar and spice and everything nice. They are real little people who are trying to figure out the world. And their moms are real people too. They aren't saints, they aren't martyrs who would do anything for their kids. They have some level of self-preservation and they don't wanna lose themselves in motherhood. And that's kind of the no-win situation for women. Either you are the perfect mother or you are a selfish monster. But no one can always be the perfect mother who ceases to have her own needs, even women who love their kids a lot. And women who choose not to have children are not selfish, something I've discussed before on this channel. The misconceptions around being child-free lead old white men to write shitty articles telling women what they should do with their bodies, how they should feel about motherhood, and how the government should force them into parenthood or punish them if they don't fall in line. 
I feel like this guy would love America right now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Follow me on Instagram at livingthespinsterlife and let me know what you thought of the episode. We'll see you next time.